Welcome to the Christian Foundry Podcast, where iron sharpens iron for the glory of God, the exaltation of Christ, and the edification of the saints. That's how you do it right there. That's how you do it. Is that how you do it? That's great. That's right. how you do it. Well, we want to win. <laughs> Hard. Oh, three, two, one. Welcome to the Christian Foundry Podcast. Guys, what do we got uh, We got going today? Part two. Part two. Part two. We had so much fun uh, talking about some of the Part misconceptions of, uh, of the Bible and, and things that people take out of context and things like that that we thought we can't just end it there. We needed to do a few more. So uh, we've got a few more for you. Yep. Hope that's uh, okay with everybody watching. So we talked about... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what, what have we... <laughs> you did a little bit. I jumped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little. Welcome to I'm the world. only one. I'm the only one not drinking coffee here. I've got Kool Aid. Oh, why do you have Kool Aid? Why? Because it's eight twenty at night when we're recording this. Nobody else and drink I the Kool Aid. Like, I would like to sleep okay. tonight. Nobody else drink the Kool Aid. I'll drink the whole pot. It's like, like a baby. This is, yeah, you will. I'm, I'm drinking this. Try, just trying to stay awake after a full days worth of work. I'm drinking on, my man. my Kool Aid out of my beautiful pet. Come uh, on. Come on, come on! Mug that someone very nicely gave my wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, Big old muscly dude. Got the. It looks just like my Bernice Mountain Dog. Looks just like him. Looks just like him. Yeah. Um, Okay, I scared you. Sorry about that. Uh, And then uh, y'all didn't get my Jim Jones Kool Aid reference. I don't think. You know the. We got it. You did. No. Jim Jones. Yeah. The cult. The the (laughs) He got everybody to drink Kool Aid and killed them. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it like nine hundred something people? Yeah, it was a ton of people. They had like a shootout with people. It was all crazy. Yeah. Anyway. I digress. My, that is not the Kool Aid I have. I, I like how you laughed at that. Did you hear Kool-Aid that? You like, hey, shot a bunch of people. <laughs> I didn't. I was looking at Ryan's face. Come, that's not cool. Um, What's wrong with my face? Back. No. <laughs> Your face is cool, not oh, the story. Okay. Thankfully, it's covered by that windscreen you got. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So we last week we cut. What you saying about my face? I got the windscreen. All right, everybody. Last week, we talked about money being the root of all evil, not, or, I'm sorry, the love of money being the root of all evil, yes. not money. money. We talked about uh, God will never give you more than you can handle. Wrong. We, Wrong. De- we debunked that from the scriptures. Uh, we talked about Philippians 4.13 and how everybody uses that to hit a home run or do something <laughs> in sports or whatever I, else. I can do case all things be. through uh, misinterpreted scripture. Yep. Um, then we talked about the weeping bullfrog. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, the wonderful and prosperous plans that God has for All him. Uh, and then we talked briefly about where two or three are gathered. There I am in the midst. Also, we talked about that being church discipline, and and not and not how it's taken. And today, Mama's today. wrong again. <laughs> part two. Mama's wrong. Part Mama's two. Wrong. Hey man, I like that. That's good. <laughs> There's one, by the way. Yeah. Hey man. Uh, today, what are we going to start out with? We got several more we're going to talk through. Which one y'all want to do? Which one you want to start with? Mm, that's a good question. So here we go. Let, let, let's give us the. Let me give you the rundown, and then we'll we'll go from there. Not today, Satan. Okay. Is that acceptable to say? People say it. It's on coffee mugs. It's a Christian. It's on t-shirts. Cliche that we hear and see. Uh, we got Judas eight two. Ah. Uh. The that new saying that's saying is going around. That's the yeah. newest one. Facebook. That's, a, that's There's pretty. some misconceptions there. Uh, we've got suicide equals hell automatically. Yeah. And then did we have another one? God broke the law for love from uh, yeah. um, 
that guy out in South Carolina. That, that guy in the place that, that one says guy. the things that aren't in the thing. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> that says things that aren't in the thing. You know, the thing. Good, good, va- good vagities uh, there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, we'll get into that. So there's four. Which one do you want to start with? Mm. Not today, Satan. You want to start with that one? It's today. I, Why not? Yeah. Good day. Good day to start with it, huh? Yeah. Good day. <laughs> so I'm going to say this, then I'm going to turn it over to any one of y'all. Uh, we see this from people that profess to be Christians. We see... People say, not today, Satan. So let me just say this. We can also tie in rebuking Satan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let's tie in rebuking Satan. Can we, should we rebuke Satan? And is the saying, not today, Satan, acceptable to say for believers? Let me just tell you what I think, and then I can throw some scriptures at you along the way as we get into the conversation. I think, not today, Satan, should not be said by Christians. Amen, brother. Amen. And I think also tied into that, we should not rebuke Satan. So I'm going to turn it over to you guys and then let the discussion begin. So what's wrong with it? What is what is the inherent bad thing? You know, there, there's several of these little sayings that get thrown around, and, and on the surface they sound fine. And this one really doesn't sound bad, right? I mean, it, it's easy for people to pick up on. It's an easy, quick saying. It's on easy to print on a coffee mug, easy to put on a T-shirt. Yeah. And you get the idea, like, yeah. right? I mean, I think we all understand that the idea behind it is, you know, I don't want to let Satan tempt me today. I'm not going to give in to Satan today. Yeah. You hear what you said? Yeah. Caught you. Yeah. What'd you say? I said, I'm not going to let Satan tempt me today, or I'm not going to give in to Satan today. You said a lot of eyes and me's I sure yeah. did. in that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think that's part of the issue is... Saying not today, Satan is going to say, "I'm going to rise I'm, above yeah, this. And, I'm yeah. going to do something greater. I'm going to not let you destroy my day." <clears throat> yeah, without uh, without any further comment there on you know, <laughs> I'm going to rely on God to protect me. Uh, you know, you, you've just got this simple simple statement, and it's real easy to say it's it's me centered. I'm going to do this, yeah. and you rely on your if, own strength. If I rely on my strength. Uh, to avoid temptation, Fail every buddy, time. I'm going to do everything I'm tempted to do. Yeah, I think James four seven says it best. Did I already what? Go ahead, where, there, that's boy. Where, that's where he was. Oh, that's where I was. Read it. Oh, okay. Get Read it. it. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I think another one you yeah. can throw in there it would probably be First Peter five eight. Be sober minded. Be alert. Your adversary, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion, looking for anyone he can devour. Then going into verse 9, resist him firm in the faith, knowing that the same kind of sufferings are being experienced by your fellow believers throughout the whole world. Yeah, yeah so there, that, the one that you just said, there's two parts to that, too, that, uh, yeah, today. Like, you can say not today, Satan, all you want, but he's going to work on you every day. He's yeah. going to do it tomorrow, too. He's going to do it tomorrow. And the day after. And he's going to do it every single day you ever claim that statement and if you again if you're relying on yourself and your own power and you're not doing what the first part of that scripture said which is submit right well, read it again be sober be alert you're or be sober minded be alert your adversary the devil is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for anyone he can devour yeah but here's the thing that i have a problem with satan's not omniscient like god is right so why are you even trying to get his attention True. Why would you want his attention? That's and true. my thing is, why are you talking to Satan? Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> that's it. That that ties I mean, I, into rebuking yeah, him as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and, and um, actually, uh, in Zechariah of all places, um, angel of the Lord, Christ is is there, um, and, and 
He shows uh, Zechariah Joshua, the high priest, standing before, and I'll just read it, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to accuse him. And the Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, O Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is this not a brand plucked from the fire? And, and he's referring there to, to the, the people of Israel that God has chosen, right? Um, but even in that instance, the Lord rebuke you. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Zechariah didn't rebuke Satan. The Lord does. Yeah. And and we have we have no power at all to rebuke Satan. And if you think you do, uh, you're gonna have some difficulties ahead of you. We'll just say that. Yeah. 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 Uh, that uh, it kind of leads to another question too. I believe that needs to be answered. Should Christians watch demonic movies, play a Ouija board? Do all these other things? No. Do a haunted no. house because at Halloween. I mean, that that's a good question. I, I don't know. I, I think I'll more them more along the spirit realm is kind of what, what I'm looking at. Not necessarily yeah. scaring, yeah. but it, it seems like you're almost calling on the name of Satan when you say, sure. "Yeah, not today, Satan." And I know that people listening are going to say, "You know, I'm, I'm just doing it in fun. It's not really meant to be a gr- deep theological statement." But in reality, it is a big theological statement when you are voicing to Satan himself. That is opposite of what the Bible tells us to do. We talk about resist the devil. That's not rebuking, right? That is not us physically rebuking the devil, saying, get thee behind me, Satan. Um, We need to be submitting ourselves to the Word of God. We need to be submitting ourselves to who he is and his authority in our lives, not Satan. Satan has no authority over the Christian life. No. Right? Yeah. So, so if we're worried about if we're worried about temptation from Satan, the person we need to be talking to is not Satan. That's right. You man. know, we need to be falling down on our knees and crying out to Jesus. Yeah. Exactly. Because if we say not sorry, Joe, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm coming back to you. If we say not today, Satan, we're we're putting faith in our own power to overcome what Satan may want to in our minds destroy yeah. or, or or change he's trying to our plans, right? Yeah. Whatever and the thing is, once we do that, I believe that we do what Scripture says. We've given the devil a foothold then, yep. but also, I haven't forgot about you, Joe. I'm coming. Um, You're good. <laughs> but also, when we do this, we, we're, we're giving the devil a foothold, and we're in some way, shape, and form overlooking the fact that if we are true believers, that we will suffer, Right? A lot of it's not, I don't want to suffer today. I don't want to have a bad day. I don't want things to be out of my control. I, the Satan's not going to do this to me today. Well, yeah. the thing is, what if God is allowing this suffering to happen to strengthen you and to conform you into the image of Christ? This, there's so much wrapped up into this one saying that I think people yeah. just take it as a Christian cliche or, or whatever, and they've, it's twisted into a, a very unbiblical thing that we should say. Yeah. So. My one of my big issues with the "not today, Satan" statement is if you look throughout Scripture, names are of great importance. Names have great power. Um, if you look in the Old Testament, a lot of places that have accomplishments that things happen, like really important things, you see that the writer specifically writes in there, and they named it this, and they named it this. Names have power. Saul got his name changed from Saul to Paul to represent a change. So why would anyone who would be a believer invoke the name of Satan himself? By saying that, it's it's essentially a taunt, one, and two, you're going, hey, 
Not today, insert name here. Why would you do that? Why? Names have great power in like in the spiritual realm. Why would you even do this? It's the same thing with the Ouija board. Why play with something that supposed that you would think is a toy, but actually has been used in the past as a demonic medium um, in multiple ways. Game. It is a dangerous game. It's a very dangerous game. Has any of y'all ever played with Ouija board? Yes. I did too. I've looked I've given it side eye before going, mm, not today. And it was a pretty <laughs> Not today, Ouija board. Not today, Ouija it was a board. Pretty weird experience. Uh, nope. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know that I've ever actually seen one in person. Really? Yeah. I've never seen one in person, but I've seen it in a box. That's yeah. about as close as I've gotten. I've seen it on a I guitar once. To. A Ouija board on a guitar? That's on Kirk Hammett's yep, guitar. That's what I was no. getting at. No. Yep, sure well, is. That checks. Interesting. <laughs> don't listen to Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was that was kind of a fun one. Um, any other thoughts on not today? I guess the the only other thought I had, and I, I had a minute ago and lost it. I have found it again. Um, is it's just it's just a cliche. It's just a little thing, but it, it's it, it's almost being flippant. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. That's what yeah. it's it's like. Your the idea behind it is. Well, today uh, I'm going to get stuck in the car line dropping the kids off at school, and then I might be late for this appointment, and I spilled my coffee and my Cheerios, you know, I didn't have milk for my Cheerios, whatever. It's all these little things, yeah. and, and this idea of not today, Satan, you know, and that's the joke that gets tossed around out there, but... Like, we're going to control I mean, it anyway. Yeah. I think but if you're about it, to catch yourself... It's making yourself, very light of, right. of some very serious concepts. If you're about to catch yourself saying that... Why don't you just pray right then yeah. instead? Yeah, let's talk to Jesus instead of Satan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just a we're such a biblically illiterate society yeah. now that those things, those sayings and cliches just catch fire yeah. and spread yeah. between yeah. And it, it makes it so easy to professing take it Christians and it's just I've said I've said that, you know, a long time yeah. ago. Um it just it's just one of those little things that makes yeah. it so easy to just yeah. kind of carelessly disregard like a big deal, things of God. And then, they, is, yeah. hey, when we're dealing with anything like this, we need to take it seriously. Sure. Yeah. Because well. taking anything scripturally or spiritually flippantly is never turned out bad for for the people <laughs> no. of the Bible. No. It's, it's, never, it's, never turn, it's never turned out bad. There's no, there's nothing in scripture that would support that. No, nothing. <laughs> well, I guess that's the end of this conversation. Much like the end of suicide means you're going to hell directly? Question mark. Segway. Man, are we still segwaying? That was, that was a really rough segue. That was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we, we went a little off road in there, but it's okay. <laughs> we did. Yeah. So here we we've got all right our second concept or something that you've you may have heard, you may have seen, um, you may have heard taught in a church. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's that if someone commits suicide, that they are going to hell. Chapter and verse. Period. Where's that? Where's that at? Where's that, Justin? I don't. Where's that at? It's not in here. It's not in my copy. I don't think it's in mine. I've never seen it. <laughs> I don't think Johnny Max addressed it either. I think it's in that second opinion you were reading last. Second, yeah. second yeah, opinions. Philip yeah, and onions. Definitely. Philip and onions. Philip and onions. I mean, we read the impardonable sin. I don't remember exactly where it is. But we read it in Scripture that it's blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. It's, yeah. That's yeah. the only unpardonable sin in yeah. the Bible. Where it's, a, where it's a one-way trip and that's it. Done. Yeah. 
Well, and we've we've covered it too that believers, you know, suicides often. I mean, I would say the majority is a result of severe depression, yeah. anxiety, you know, mental health issues, and we've covered that. And and believers, I think it's clear in Scripture that believers struggle with it. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, Christ died for all sins, right? Not just some, every single one of them. How how does how does anyone come across that conclusion? Yeah, yeah. it's murder of the self. That's a sin. Yeah, it's covered. Yeah, yeah. Period. End of story. Well, it's just <laughs> it goes back to we're in a. I used to kind of believe that too. I that did too. too. I, was, oh, yeah. I was taught that, raised uh, that way because yeah. I was biblically illiterate. Yeah, and didn't search it out. In the scriptures, and I mean the scriptures are final authority on. Will you find it in the scriptures though? No, that suicide sends you to hell. No, no, I don't know. So does that come from the Roman Catholic Church? Is that where that comes from? Ask him. Nah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You can ask me a lot of our in-house former Catholic. (laughs) I'm I'm looking it up right now, and it says that that is considered a mortal sin. Mortal sin. Yeah, that's mortal. There's mortal and venial sins, and they have different hierarchies. Killing yourself is a mortal sin. Yeah. Isn't that a little redundant? (laughs) Sorry. It's a little bit. uh, I mean, (laughs) come on. Killing yourself (laughs) kills you. you. I see what you did. Killing yourself kills you. So, yeah. It's it's because. So, so like, let's say. (laughs) I didn't take it that second step further. The the example that you would, like, the way, the reason it's got the label it does is because if, let's say, hypothetically, Justin, you're Catholic and you do the thing and now you have a mortal sin on on your ledger. On top of all the, all the other unconfessed sins, mortal or venial, uh, that's more time you have to spend in purgatory. In the, uh, in the, the hierarchy of sins that we yes. see in... Yes, the total nowhere. hierarchy of sins we see yeah. in Scripture. But right. yes, that's in there too. It's Praise also in second opinions. for the Reformation and the continued Reformation of yeah. the church. Except because that is unbiblical. And, and let, let's, just, let's, just, let's just back it down here a little bit because this is a very sensitive topic for many people, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Because... Is. Uh, there are probably some. This, there's somebody listening. That's most most people at, at some stage of their life are going to know somebody who's committed suicide. Yeah, right. And it's you know this is an ugly thing to yeah. to discuss. It's an ugly thing, and I don't mean to be flippant and and joke about it at all. It's just it's such a there's such a stigma that goes along with with this idea, mm-hmm. and I, we. I don't know. It's just one of those things that it's it's an unbiblical idea, like you said, and uh, it sounds like a lot of it comes from the stems from the Roman Catholic Church. Which this, these unbiblical ideas hurt people even more. Yeah, that are right. Dealing they they with make the loss. they cause it to yeah. to be a, such a stronger loss because they think, well, they're definitely in hell now. Now, so and so has killed themselves. On top of that, they're in hell. Yep. Yeah. For eternity. So I think us talking about this is may give somebody some comfort. Yeah. And may. And, if they were a believer. So, and, right. So, Joe, help me out. Yeah. How, how, how is somebody a believer? How does in, somebody become a Catholic believer? Church? No, like in the Christian church. In the Christian church? Repenting of your sin or believing in Jesus Christ? Both. Repenting and believing in Christ, right? So yeah. if the repent hope. That's why, that's why at the end of every episode, we always say repent and believe. Yeah. Repent and believe. So the hope that is... The core. is 
is was my loved one or my friend, were they a true confessing believer in Christ? Yeah. Have they is there fruit of their life being uh, a Christian? Is there fruit from that? Do they have that Galatians five? Uh, do they love? Do they did they have patience? Do they have joy? Did they have you know all these things? Because a lot of people, anytime somebody dies, there's always this fly high, yeah. you know, and they were just not Christians, and they're in a better place now. You get yeah, these things no, at a lot yeah. of funerals, and uh, that's that's problematic in and of itself. Got their wings, but yeah. Um, but somebody dies, and immediately people say, well, they're in hell because that's what they're taught. Yeah. But the truth is, if they have truly repented and believed the gospel at some point in their life, then they are not in hell. Yeah. It's just another sin that has been committed. Yeah. And a lot of people will say, well, they didn't have a chance to ask forgiveness of that sin. And I think that that is a, a dangerous way to look at God and His yeah. forgiveness it's and a, grace and mercy because it's, it's a very Catholic way to look at it. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Right. Yeah, you it, couldn't have the you couldn't do have this penance or whatever. You yeah. couldn't make up for this or ask forgiveness for this or do anything to help your cause here. Very Western idea. We talked about yeah. that on the last episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this American idea that Put we need to do something. We've got to help ourselves yeah. by our bootstraps. I think that was the last episode. I don't yeah. know. I lose yeah. track. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, I mean. There's also a flip side to this coin, too, when I think about this. Uh, You mentioned depression, I think. Um, Depression, suicidal thoughts. Uh, There are, we know that we talked about in our depression episode, Charles Spurgeon, the Prince of Preachers, Mm -hmm. struggled heavily with depression. And, uh, sorry, I must have noticed my wife sent me like five texts in a row, just making sure everything was okay. Um, (laughs) So, uh, I don't even know what I was saying. Charles, Charles, Spurgeon. Spurgeon. Charles Spurgeon. Yep, suffered. Dealt with uh, depression, known as the Prince of Preachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, had suicidal thoughts, right? Uh, so it's not uncommon for believers to think this way. Yeah. And sometimes it just becomes too much. Now, the good news is about believers is we do have the Scriptures, we have the Holy Spirit for comfort, mm-hmm. and we should have other brothers and sisters in Christ. That's why the local church is so important, and everybody that is a believer should be plugged into one, mm-hmm. a biblical church that will hold you accountable, love you, and go sit with you throughout the evening if you need to when you're having suicidal thoughts or go out and eat or do whatever needs to happen and pray for you and all of these things, but we have to be willing to, on the other side, tell people when we're struggling. True. Right, and yeah, being and, a part of that church helps that. And I hope this, I hope this stigma around this, and it's, I unfortunately think that it does. Um, this idea being kind of proliferated through, you know, yeah. culture w- would cause people that are struggling to not bring it up, to not tell people that they're close to, to not tell their church family because if I'm having suicidal thoughts, then I go to church and tell them that. Well, then they think that I'm, you know. I can't be a Christian because, you know, and that's just not the case. And so I I would hate for someone who is struggling with the thoughts of suicide and to not bring it up Mm -hmm. to their church family. Like, um, if, if that's you, if, if you're, you've ever struggled or you are struggling, reach out to us. If you don't even know us, that's fine. We'll be happy to talk to you. Yeah. Um, To, To think that people don't struggle with things like depression is, it's not. Yeah, it's it's not correct. We all struggle with everything. Our temptation is tailor made, and we have our own sins and things that we deal with. And so, like some people deal with different things more than others. Like I don't deal with depression as much as someone else, or as other people at our even our own table here. Um, but I struggle with other things. 
Yeah. I start with other temptations. Well, we, we think we got to have this whitewashed view of church. Yeah, that right? we have to be where you come into a place that everybody, everybody's already cleaned up, right? Yeah, that's not and how that's it works. not the case, man. The, uh, church is full of wretched sinners. Your church is full of hypocrites. Oh, oh, that was one. Yeah. That's another one we were talking about. Yeah, we had had that on our uh, our list of things to talk about at one point. Was you know, the idea that you've got to clean yourself up first. Yeah. Uh, before you can go to church, it ain't gonna happen. Slash, and and happen. on the flip side, uh, I can't go to that church because it's full of hypocrites. Yeah, I had. A, I think I've talked about this before, even on here. That I had a friend of mine in college who uh, we were sitting down eating dinner one time, and he just openly came out and said, "Hey guys, I will no longer be pursuing Christianity as a belief anymore." Um, the church, like I, he was a preacher's kid. Yeah, he grew up in the church. He's like, it's just too full of hypocrites, and I can't take it anymore. And I'm like, okay, I get what you're saying. I don't agree with you because every church is going to be full of hypocrites, and that's not the proper way to look at it. Um, it yeah. Yeah, it kind of it bothered me deep down, and I wasn't – at that time, I wasn't as biblically adept, so I didn't know how to take it and how to like talk to him about it. Um, but still, it bothered me deep down. But any church you go to is full of hypocrites because if you have, if you find a perfect church, don't go there because you'll ruin it. That's right. <laughs> so suicide going to hell is not in the Bible. It's not. Um, should it be done? No. No. Um, there are helps out there. Uh, they need to be. But let me say this: we c- we also can't say, "Oh, that makes me feel better." They're in heaven now. Yeah, not necessarily. Yeah, not necessarily, not necessarily. either. Didn't yeah. say that. Right? There are yeah. a lot of people that are going to be highly upset. And confused. Yeah. And confused, confused one day. Yeah. Um, when they hear, depart from me. We see that in the scriptures. Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. But, but, but I did this. But, but I, I did that. But I, yeah. I, 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 I did served in the church. I, I went every Sunday. Sunday. I did this. I did. Right. I was the preacher. I cast. Yeah. I cast. There's going to be your name. preachers in Shots hell. Yeah. Fire. There's going to be preachers in hell. I sure will. Yeah. And that's why you know one of the greatest assurances of salvation, and I'll say this, is the Holy Spirit convicting you of sin. Yeah. I am so thankful that I have the Holy Spirit. That convicts me of my sin. That man, I long for the day when it's go- when this oh, is over. Oh, man, yeah, right. Yeah. No more sin, sorrow, yeah. sickness, pain, and sin on that list. I hate my sin, and I know this. I'm getting outside of what we were talking about, but but not but not really. But not really. Yeah. Uh, so when somebody takes their own life, we have to look at their life prior to that. Yeah. yeah. So we can't just say they're in hell, and we can't say they're in heaven. Right, that that is really a, a God thing that He knows, but we can see fruit or lack thereof in their life leading up to that. Yeah, and one of the greatest things, and I, I spoke about this, and I, I think we may have mentioned this last week. I can't remember, but that song, that that country song that I hear on the radio sometimes, that uh, oh yeah, give heaven some hell, give heaven some hell. Yeah, um, it talks about. Uh, hiding your clear from the man upstairs, basically hiding your, your, your whiskey and your alcohol and, and, uh, cut up and have a good time like you did on earth. And then it, the, the bridge of this song is talking about, I was there when you raised your hand, walked the aisle, repeated that prayer, you know. So basically he's saying, because you did those things, although you were a hellraiser, that's how everybody knows yeah, you. Although you, you lived your life completely contrary to the word. Right. 
That now you walk down that you're going to be in heaven. So give heaven some hell. That is and you're going to be participating in stuff like that in heaven. Right? No, no. That's what? not no. what's going to happen in heaven. And, no. and, and if that's your desire, I would say you're not a believer. Yeah. yeah. If absolutely, if you think you can hide a little bit of something, something from the Lord while you're in heaven, good luck. Yeah. Man, that's, we can't yeah. even that's, hide it from Him on earth. Yeah, that's I know. What I was yeah. say, you like, can't hide it. I'm going to say anywhere. He, this is his domain. Yeah. Like he's in heaven, but this is still his domain. This is his, this is all his. We've talked about the, like the money, the money that we have where it's on loan f- uh, to us from God. It all belongs to God. This all belongs to God. Guess this, where that clear came from? It came from God. The intelligence to learn how to do all this <laughs> stuff came from God. But to think that you can hide it from him, that's just ignorance. Yeah, and then it's to think just... that you're going to heaven to raise hell is also greater ignorance. Yes. Yeah. So if... if You're not going to make it past the bouncer. If, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, if somebody's life was lived in such a way that was contrary to the Bible, to the Word of God on earth, and they killed themselves, there is a strong chance yeah. that they may be in hell, but it's not yeah. because they killed themselves. It was because they never It was because repented. of every sin they 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 yeah. was Yeah, they've never repented and believed so on the Lord Jesus yeah. Christ. So that's the issue at hand. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's the key. They should, yeah. they should worry about, that. not necessarily worry, but they should be concerned yeah. about yeah. the state of their salvation, the yeah. lack thereof. Um, and at this point, and, and being concerned about it, it's too to, late. Yeah. And we're also not trying to give people false hope. Say, well, we're not. We're also not trying to say if if you're a believer and you're struggling with depression, that it's okay. You yes, know, to commit suicide. No, we're no, not saying no, that. No, we don't. We definitely want you to reach out. That, yeah, to no. somebody here, to somebody at our church, or person. I could, I we, could see we that. We don't want to give you a an out, a free ticket. You know, for lack of a better term, you know. To just say that it's okay, yeah. Um, Persevere, yeah, run, yeah. The, we under, run the race. I said before you. A lot, of, a lot of us here at this table, we know what you. You know, I mean, yep. a lot of it. We've gone through um, depression's yeah. heavy, but those so. those depressive thoughts they don't change the fact that you were created, knitted in the womb yeah. by yeah. God in His image. Yeah, yeah. and your and, life is precious. And you have value to Him. You have value to us. Mm-hmm. Please reach out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Sure. your life is precious. Yeah, I could definitely see that being a an issue. Well, I'm going to go to heaven. I know I'm saved. Yeah. Let me just end this and make yeah. it better. Yeah. Problem is, is what we talked about last week is although heavy, you have a way out. Sure. Yeah. And it's not death. No. It is not to kill yourself. It is to submit yourself to Lord Jesus Christ yeah. and the scriptures that he has given us and live accordingly and then reach out to your brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah. Fleeing to the arms of God. So I think that we may have covered that hopefully well. Um, if we haven't, I pray that somebody would let us know to, to cover it better, uh, make more sense. Hopefully it was clear. Uh, so ultimately what we're saying is suicide does not automatically equal hell and you will not find that in the scriptures. Yep. Uh, but what you do find in the scriptures is someone who did kill themselves. Judas. Yep. You found Judas who killed himself. Because he sold out Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. Yeah, but Stephen, he ate two. He did eat two. He ate two. And that's kind of our next topic that we're talking about because this thing has made the rounds on Facebook like it's like crazy (laughs) and people are saying yes, you know, yes, yeah, people are getting they're getting tattoos on their skin. Wow, Judas ate two. Judas ate two. It's it's like only God can judge me now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (sighs) Uh, So what does that mean? What is that? What is that? Judas ate two. What are they? What are they trying to say with that? I briefly read the post, so I'm not 100 percent sure what this whole thing. I've about. never seen it. 
I've just I've heard never it. seen the Star Wars. No, yeah. Really? It, it, I've at I, least seen it. In the it. last, well, honestly, right before Easter. Right yeah, before it all started. Going around it all kicked lot. off before Easter. And and I struggled with understanding, like, what is your point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? What's the point here? All right. Y'all want me to read it? Yeah. I read it. What? All right. Context. From the top. All right. says, uh, the tattoo of a person that got this tattooed on their forearm, and it says, did a, did a tattoo on a client yesterday. Just some script, but the thought behind it stuck with me. So here's the thought. Yet in that room, hours before the death of Jesus, Judas ate too. We're talking about the Lord's Supper. Uh, you may have seen a portrayal painting of that before. Jesus fed Judas too. Jesus prayed for Judas too. Jesus washed Judas's feet too. I struggle to fathom that kind of love, a love that would feed the mouth that deceived you. A love that would wash the treacherous feet of the traitor. A love that could forgive even the vilest of betrayals. I honestly struggled to comprehend it, and then suddenly I realize that I'm Judas. And in that moment, I'm so thankful and altogether overwhelmed that Judas ate too. This sounds like a David and Goliath type of deal. You're not Judas. I promise you, you're not not Judas. Yeah. That, that's, uh, this is if you see yourself as Judas, that's a problem. Yeah. Oh, major. Right. (laughs) This, this is, Bailing, bailing out of so many scriptures, yeah, yep, that give God the glory and look at Him and say, "Wow, while I was yet sinner, while I was yet a sinner, Christ died for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, while I was at enmity, at war with God, Christ died for me, so that I could be reconciled back to God as a sinner now become." saint although we're both sinner and saint simultaneously when we're saved but there's so many good things that you can take and put god's glory on display from this but yet you're looking at a sinner who hung himself or hanged himself however you want to say that and then went to hell and i will say boldly i do believe that he went to hell but then there's people that will say well haven't you read in matthew where judas repented and uh i would say there's a there's a big You're difference. This, in, he changed his mind in changing his mind yeah. and surrendering to the Lord Jesus Christ yeah. instead of changing his mind because he felt bad. Yeah, and yeah. that's what even a lot of people do today is they yep. change their mind because they feel bad. Yeah, but they never do anything to change their actions or attitudes. Right, it's behavior modification. Yeah, it's beha- I was about to say it's really it, easy to get an emotion right yeah. there on point. Yeah, that's the problem with most pulpits today. They want to get you feeling sorry. They don't want you to get you feeling. They don't want to give you a message to be convicted. They just want you to feel sorry yeah. in that moment. Mm. Well, listen to what Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ, says about Judas in Matthew 26, verse 24. He says, The Son of Man goes, as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. born. And then verse 25 says, Judas, who would betray him, answered, Is it I, Rabbi? He said to him, you have said so. So the Lord Jesus says it would be better for you, Judas, not to even be born since you're about to betray the Son of God. And that's pretty pretty strong language. But then you get to uh, Matthew chapter 27, looking at at verse 3. Yeah. Yeah, Then when Judas, his betrayer, saw that Jesus was condemned, he changed his mind, or the King James Version said he repented and brought back the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders, saying... I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. They said, what is this to us? See to it yourself. And throwing down the pieces of silver into the temple, he departed and went and hanged himself. Hmm. You see, there's a difference here 
He changed his mind because he felt bad about what he did to Jesus, so he threw it all back, and instead of bowing down and submitting to his lordship, he ran off and he hanged himself. Yeah. Yeah. There's a big difference in changing your mind about something and truly repenting. True repentance always leads to true faith in Christ Jesus and declaring him Lord of your life and trusting him, following him in obedience, serving him. Because if if Judas had truly repented of his sin in this moment, he would have thrown down the pieces of silver as he did. But instead of going and hanging himself, he would have gone to the place of Jesus' crucifixion and bowed down before him and basically repented there on the spot. He he would not have preached the gospel. Exactly. He would he would have gone to Jesus himself as even though hanging on the cross would have been on his face weeping at asking for forgiveness is what he would have done instead of going, well, here's the 30 piece of silver. I feel bad. I'm going to go out back. But and, no. And in this case, I, I believe Judas went to hell, not because he committed suicide again, but because he was never saved. Yeah. He never had faith in never Christ. Had repentance. Nope. No true repentance. And then I want to mention this. Uh, if I can get there, Bible drills. I wish I was, 12 again. Um, I believe this is the right right verse. John 17, 12. While I was with them, I kept them in your name, which you have given me. I have guarded them, and not one of them has been lost except the son of destruction, that the scripture might be fulfilled. Now, who was that one disciple that was the son of destruction that should have been better if he would have never been born? Judas. No. Judas. Judas. So here we have this idea that somehow Judas is this person yeah. that we should look up to in the scriptures yeah. and say, well, Judas ate too. I can't fathom the love that God had for Judas to let him eat, to um, wash his feet, to love him, to serve him. This was part of the plan of God. He had to betray him, and he went out and did it. But that doesn't mean that we can say, I'm Judas, no, cowboy, you are not no. Judas. You don't you want to be. Yeah, you yeah, don't, don't want to be. be. <laughs> you <laughs> are, however, a wretched sinner in need of a Savior, yeah. and you should repent of your sin and bow down to the Lord Jesus Christ in faith to him, believing him, being obedient to his word. Cowgirl, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be leaving anybody out here. Yeah. Um, Brothers but, and sisters. Well, yeah. We need to get a hold Brother, on this because Judas is, is likely still... Judas is experiencing the, the wrath, wrath of, of God, God. full yeah. wrath of God yeah. in for hell. eternity. Yeah. Yes. And we have Judas 8 2 reminding me that I'm Judas. No. No, you're not. We not. are a sinner in need of grace. And y'all getting me fired up. And the, the, th- the, sta- <laughs> the statement they made is I can't fathom the love of Jesus to do this. What you should be, the love that you should be focusing on is the, the fact that we cannot even fathom the love of God to allow a sinner to be a saint. Yeah. Like this is something yeah. that is unfathomable. The grace that we experience as believers is something that we cannot comprehend. Yeah, stop worrying we, about common grace. Yeah, we'll get the real grace. Yeah, the, that real Saving nice, grace. that real nice yeah. quality grace um, that we can't fathom it because it's something it's unmerited. It's something we didn't deserve. It's something we ever earned for ourselves because we couldn't earn it for ourselves. We were given a measuring stick that we could not live up to, and yet God still loved people enough to save some. Yeah, he broke the law for love. Yeah, he broke the law for love, Mason. Just I like wasn't ready. Well, you I st- wasn't ready. You I still st- wanted to be on the soapbox. No, that's like my favorite we're Judas Priest song. okay. You can yeah. continue. We're, pull, we're, <laughs> pulling, we're, we're pulling the soapbox you out from You can continue the soapbox for this one. I had that transition yeah. already. I, I wanted to say this, though. Because I want to be. I want to say this, because there's going to be people that say, well, you just said that we can't 
tell and and be clear and, and sure that somebody is either in heaven or hell, we well, can just judge the fruit. Yeah. However, Jesus himself has called this man the son of destruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is destruction in the Bible? It is it is not good. It's never positive. It's the wrath that of God that he's experiencing. Yes. That identifies where he is. With Jesus saying, Jesus can condemn people, right? Jesus yeah. can tell us where they are, and he did in these passages of Scripture. It'd be better if he hadn't been alive or born, because what he's about to do is going to end some in some very bad ways. And this, except I've taken care of all... Oh, let me read that again. Something just came to my mind. While I was with them, the disciples... I kept them in your name, which you have given me. I have guarded them, and not one of them has been lost except the son of destruction, that the scripture might be fulfilled. Oh, look, one of them was lost. One of them was lost, and then he died. Oh, man, look at that. And he died in his sin. Yep. Because he changed his mind because he felt bad about... His unrepentant sin. Yeah. The sin can make you feel bad, but modifying your behavior does not lead to salvation. Nope. And let me tell you something. I'm going to use your segue here. God is not going to break his own law because Judas felt bad and not love him because he felt bad and weeped and was about to go out and hang himself. What happened? Happened by the providence Mm -hmm. of God. And Judas is in hell suffering the consequences today. And now we have another man preaching in pulpits that says that God broke the law for love. For love. Which in that first statement, God broke the law. That's heresy. That already That's makes finest. him a lawbreaker. That's which makes him no longer God. Give us right. the context behind this, Mason. Do you know it? Of uh, the guy God talking. broke the law for love. So now we're gonna segue into that. I hope uh, Judas eight two. Don't be Judas. Submit yourself to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's to better, His word. It's better to be you than Judas. Yes. Yeah. By yeah. Far. Although, I'm not done yet. <laughs> you were about to segue and you went back. I, I'm segwayed three times. Like. I'm, I'm going to kick it to you in a minute, Mason. I promise. Dun, they do have a verse. Dun, 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 uh, dun, listen dun, dun. to <laughs> one of my favorite passages of Scripture. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 2. <laughs> and you were dead in the trespasses uh-huh. and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. Now, for you Christians in the room, but God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ." For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of work, so that no one may boast. Notice what Paul did not say. For you were once Judas. For you were once like Judas. For you were once... No. You were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked following the course of this world. You were a sinner in need of grace. And praise God, verse 4, but God showed that to you, and now by grace through faith, you are a Christian. Yeah. it's What's another thing that's important here, the fact that Paul didn't point out that you're not Judas. Judas didn't have – Judas's chance – for hearing the gospel anymore is out the window. He's already dead. The people that would have been receiving this letter, there are people who can still hear the gospel. This is still a a possibility that they could be saved. The but God can still happen for people. Yes. That's an important piece there. 
Well, I'll end it by saying, if those people are Judas, then I'm Paul Washer. Next. What? That was one of those jokes that didn't land, by no, the didn't. way. It didn't. It currently did not. I'm going to identify as Paul Washer and just stare meanly at people. Blas- already do that. Blasphemy. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking, yeah, about, I'm talking you. about you. Blasphemy. God broke the law okay. for love, God though, Mason. Hit it, Mason. Breaking the law, breaking the law. <laughs> I feel like... Yeah. I no mean, pressure. Yeah, no pressure. Yeah, <laughs> Hit it, Mason. All eyes on me. Pretty much Tupac. with Steve... Or can I say his name? Yes. Yes. Right. Stephen Furry came he out and said... He said it, so yes. It's, it's yeah. not... Okay. Uh, it's attributed to him. It's not yeah. there. It's... <laughs> Oh, yeah, speaking of boss. You guys changing where you put Judas stuff. May ate too, Judas <laughs> May ate too, but Mason wants to drink too. Hey! <laughs> Mason wants a coffee. Pretty much Stephen Furtick came out and said in one of his who is, sermons. Who is she? I mean, who is Stephen Furtick? <laughs> I saw somebody say that. I'm sorry. That was rude. That was of, chicken legs. Pastor of Elevation Church. Yeah. Let's, you should, you let's should do this to church as some well. Some people church. may not be watching this. They might be listening. So that is a air quotes, air quotes, air quotes pastor, pastor at an air quotes at church. An air quote church. Whose cup is whose? Do we know? That one is Mason. Okay. I think. Thank you. I don't know. I like to drink. Too. Not really sure whose coffee was cooties? whose. So. No. Okay. Just got to check. Do you have COVID? No. Not anymore. It's all in that cup. <laughs> <laughs> I made the coffee, too, so you got it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We know who Stephen Furtick is, a heretic. So, yeah. Elevation he is, worship. He was pretty much coming, given the analogy, when a mother is speeding down the road because her child is sick in need of child care, it's okay for her to break the law in the same yeah. way that God saw a man's desperate need for salvation. He broke his own law to save his own people. What law would that be, though? Yeah, which law? Did like, he what break? is he saying? Yeah. Like, what is the context of God breaking the law? I don't get it. Yeah, can can we please get a law? Like, which statute he broke? Yeah. Which one of his own statutes he broke? I please? mean, is he talking about the law, like the old law, like the, like, the old law? Uh-huh. Yeah, but again, which one did he break? That's a good question. Because he didn't break Steve, the law. Stephen Furtick, can you tell me? Because I mean, here's you, what you, our Lord verse you? Our Lord said this in Matthew five seventeen. Lay down. Don't think that I came to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish, but to fulfill. Yeah, that's not breaking anything. Yeah. No. Yeah. We have to realize that the sacrifice There's... our Lord made fulfilled the very law that we could mm-hmm. not keep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Right. That measuring stick. We know that we know that Jesus didn't break any of the law. No. And we know that. I mean, just the idea that God broke a law. Is that, that doesn't even make sense that's because so if, if if God does yeah, something, there. that's God's will and choice yeah. to do yeah. so. So and anything God does is good. Yeah, you just killed that there, whole sermon with one verse. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's there's no shadow within our Lord. He is only right. light, and it's to break His own law good. would to would to create a shadow within Him. It would but, make Him not God. Exactly. This it's is sad. Yeah, because there's there's thousands of people of in those churches, if not hundreds of thousands of people that believe that. Yeah. Well, because He said it. There's thousands of people that sit in his church, and then there's other people throughout our own country that watch him. I remember delivering a pizza one time when I worked at Lost Pizza. I drove up to this lady's house to drop off food, and she was sitting in her garage just hanging out, having a good old time, listening to Stephen Furtick. And I like, I had to hold my tongue and just walk away. Can I suggest someone else to listen to Ma- with, Ma- your, with your pepperoni pie, ma'am? Yeah. <laughs> How about another Stephen? Yeah. Stephen Lawson. Yeah. yeah. Listen yeah. to that guy. You were once working at Lost Pizza, but now you're at Found Industries. You see what I did there, Lost and Found? (laughs) 
I'm so glad I was at the top. Is your company really found in- industries? No. no. Oh, you were making a joke. <laughs> he's making he's making a joke. No, Boo, no, 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 I didn't no. get it. But he is at the Christian Foundry. I had the Christian Foundry. I had the Christian, had the Christian Foundry. The foundry. Yeah. Down, 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 I'm down, so down. glad I was at the overhead for that. So can can God <laughs> break a law? Can G- can God sin? If he were to break a law, he'd be a sinner. But can yeah. he sin? Nope. nope. Absolutely not. Sin cannot be on the side of a holy God. I love how y'all all said, nope, at the same time. <laughs> Mama's wrong. Mama's <laughs> wrong again. <laughs> I read the Bible when I was, uh-oh, uh-oh, here we go. We're getting fired. Hey, man, chill it. <laughs> I get a little nervous when I'm about to get a Bible story you and Mama told me when I was a boy. Hey, man. They ain't Funny. in there. <laughs> I get mighty nervous when I drink coffee. <laughs> All right, let's bring it back. Hey, but Carl Childers is right. That oh, Bible man. story Stephen Furtick told, it ain't in there. No, it ain't in there. Let's, let's it's give, funny, ha-ha. And this is also the same person who, from the pulpit, said, I am Almighty God. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's well, what he said. Well, and, there's that. Well, here's the thing. And when I first showed this to somebody, they were like, well, he, the person I was showing it to wasn't defending Furtick. He was just like, let's find out the context. I looked at the context. He straight up either blatantly said, as a slip of the tongue, I am Almighty God, because that's what he believes. But he Little G twice. God theology. He yeah. said it twice, though. Doesn't, Did doesn't, he say it twice? I didn't see the that second word one. word of faith then. movement. So. Kenneth with Copeland, Copeland yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I am Almighty Jake. God. He yeah, says, that's his mentor. See, when he says, kind of, I am, uh, I say, I am too, or something yeah. like yeah, that. Well, with yeah. that, kind of what we were talking about earlier with rebuking Satan, you know, we read in, what was it, Zechariah, that mm-hmm. the Lord rebuked Satan. Yeah. That's where they kind of get that idea that they, being a little God, can rebuke Satan as well. That's right. Yeah. No, thank you. That is not a responsibility that I have no. or ability that I have. Sorry. No, I didn't sign up for that one. No. <laughs> where was that in the contract? Yeah. So we, we need to be praying for those guys. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And forgive me for saying who is she. I shouldn't have said that. That was wrong. I'll admit that. I shouldn't have said that. That was a bad joke. That was terrible. Uh, serious time right now. Just, yeah. It slipped. We were having fun. Yeah. Uh, I shouldn't have said that. But if you're if you're if you're someone listening now and you listen to Stephen Furtick, allow us to give you other options. Yeah, just absolutely. Race Furtick could put Lawson in there. Yeah. That's yeah. that's always that's, that's a great that's a great start. starting point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then if uh, you want to get out of that dispy, you can go to RC Sproul. Yep. Get a little bit of Presby in your life. I don't think he's a Dispy. Oh, I think he is. No, Lawson? I think so. I don't think he's a Dispy. He may be pre-meal, but he's not. Oh, I think he's dispensational. Uh, well, can, we, can we explain these words for our listeners? Not on this episode. We are not going there right and now. that, Joe, that is a whole other podcast. <laughs> That's like seven and one. Like, it, yeah, several. We're more than one. Yeah, we're going to have to have multiple. back and wear a coat on that one. We're going to even within one with within one camp idea, we have to separate that into two different episodes to yeah. properly explain yeah. them. Ah, oh, you'd have to get into like, oh, like somebody said seven. Well, to get into to get into the pre mill camp, you would have to split that at least into two for historic and uh, Dispy, and then maybe even further down from there. He may not be. I don't know. Yeah. If there's interest, I know, in I'd like to know in the comments section for sure. Yeah. yeah. If you if yeah. you want to know about eschatology, let us know. Woo. And, and, if, we, and we can post some links to. And some, for those of you, and, th- and for those of you who don't know what eschatology is, it's a fancy word for the study of the end times, revelation, things like that. Yeah. Left yeah. behind, Nick yep. Cage. Will, will there be a rapture? Mm. Let's get back into our episode tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're, we need we need to drop links for you know yeah solid like, biblical oh, preaching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Stephen Lawson. A few of our 
all of our choices there. Vody sure. Bacham, Marcy Sproul, John yep. MacArthur, Leaky Dispensationalist. And those guys uh, disagree on a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Eschatology. That's, they, the, that's but, the beauty of but it. We can come together. They lovingly and, disagree yeah, absolutely. on yeah. but they, third, fourth, fifth tier stuff. But they all uh, agree. Primary, not primary. But they yeah. all agree on primary. Yeah. That's yeah, the important absolutely. part. Absolutely. Yep. Which gives us a, a beautiful, issues. beautiful picture of um, charity in in all things, and uh, still being able to have fellowship. Yep. Uh, in the in those secondary and, and third level issues. Yep. So, I mean, especially with R.C. Sproul and John MacArthur, you know, those two are on opposite ends of the spectrum, but they were best friends. Yeah. yeah. Dispensational, a dispensational, dispensational Baptist and a Presbyterian. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, millennialist. Yeah. Is where he finally ended. I believe it's where, it's where he brothers in Christ before, and that's a beautiful yeah. thing too. Let yeah. me stop right there. That's a beautiful thing to see the those guys that spent their lives really studying, deep the word. studying yeah. the word, and changing their minds. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. okay Absolutely. to learn. Yep, it's okay to think. Hey, sure, that's not what I thought when I was younger, and that's the and point I of think, this. That's the point of this yeah. episode and the last episode. Yep, yep. It's, that's the it's point to, of this podcast. Yeah, that's true. Iron sharpens iron. Must learn. While we're recording the podcast, yeah. to to break down, and we're these. not, and we're not a but we don't, we're not know it alls. Yeah, you no. know, we. I learned something we, last week. Yeah, I learned something I new mean, every day when I open yeah, that Bible. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Amen, brother. And we got to be open in the Bible. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's a that's a good time to say it. Say it. Read it. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Read it. What else we got? I got one that we didn't talk about. Okay. Uh-oh. okay. Slam it. Curveball. Curveball right Before here at the end. You know, I'm a proud American. I love this country. Oh. And I'm proud oh. to be an American <laughs> where at least I know I'm free. <laughs> hey, listen. Wow. This episode brought to you by Lee Greenwood. <laughs> hey, I got to see Lee Greenwood sing that. Oh, I did Lord. get to see Lee Greenwood <laughs> sing that song in the opening Samaritan opening the opening Samaritan the opening ceremonies of the U.S. Finals, the National Finals Rodeo. That, yes. Ladies was, and gentlemen, yeah, with one of the most patriotic places I have ever been in my life. Ever. It was unreal, yeah. and it was that actually was, it was it was so it was very cool. Put your hands let me put together. that out there. These are some of the most patriotic people I know. Let's yeah, put like let's, these people yeah. love. I, or they're not a, laughing I, at that song. I'm a patriot through and through. But yeah. boy, that's uh, I'm from Middle. I can hear that. <laughs> I, I can hear it now, Justin. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the mascot of the United States of America, Mr. Lee, Lee Greenwood. 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 No money in the pockets. I just like to point out how incredible. You were close, but the voice was just off. It's uh, And now we celebrate the proud American tradition. Oh, it's the tradition. deeper one. <laughs> and, and everything was We've the got- proud American tradition. <laughs> We've got cowboys and cowgirls all across this great <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and we've also got a man it. that's full of patriotism. And Let me also just point love. out, I'm probably the least likely person you know to be at the national finals <laughs> rodeo. <laughs> but, hey, I was at work. I'm that's really a, disappointed we didn't have a fireworks show after that. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that, that was incredible what happened, though. Let me bring this back yes. in here. The reason that when he said that, <laughs> I, grew up, I, I, I was in this church. And uh, every 4th of July, every whatever the case may be, patriotism thing, uh, Veterans uh, now Day. September 11th, Veterans Day, Memorial Day, in church on that Sunday, that song would be played, right? Oh, oh, wow. Was, oh wow. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had that at a yes, church. Yes, I have. And I was just waiting. 
And it would always happen. Somebody was standing up. And just like you did, <laughs> the whole place stood up. And, and man, it kind of leads right into what you're leading to. Tell Read us. it. It Roll comes that. from the book of Second Chronicles. It says, If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Seen that a lot when COVID broke out. Yeah, heal their heal, land. Heal yeah. the land. Well, Heal. it's in the Old Testament, so he's not talking about the United States of he America. He's not talking about the United States. <laughs> I'm going to be honest here. I thought we were going a whole different direction. What about, direction really? do you think? About putting like patriotism and the oh. United States above your love for <laughs> oh, we Christ. We can go there. We can <laughs> absolutely <laughs> we go talk that. about that. Yeah, that, that definitely needs to be addressed. Yeah. But. but that scripture is taken out of context. Yes. It is talking about Israel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is before Christ, so I mean, <laughs> yeah. what? I hadn't been but in a history class. We in a while. stand with Israel, which means we get the benefits of this same we scripture. We get the right? blessing. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I mean, you got me, me. Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what it means, Mason. What does it mean? Roll that beautiful bean fish. Come on. So what it's about it? Israel, not us. But can we not take the principle out of that for today? We can. I would say. I would say we can take the principle. Which caught me off guard. What's the principle? So, what's the principle, Mason? What is the principle? Yeah. Repent and believe the gospel. And what will happen? Well, the principle of this is it says if if people would humble themselves and call on the name of the Lord, then he'll heal their land and all those things. People use it for COVID, obviously out of context. Yeah, that's but I, I COVID's do, out of or, context. Yeah. Or, but if you repent and humble yourself and you repent and believe, land will be healed. Yeah. Or as will your body. In God's time. As yeah. will oh, all these things. But it ain't necessarily going to be now. Yeah. Know? Okay. That could be. It can heal yeah. you. It, God has the power to heal you. It could be healed you. in eternity. But yeah. It, it, yeah. it's more likely. You scared me for a minute. <laughs> I thought we were headed down. Are we, are we, we going to yes. have to do church discipline can and it? eldership or el- revoke your <laughs> eldership two or right three here? Or gathered. Hey, oh, anyway. um, I need to get out of here. But it is not. <laughs> it, it, it does not say that that happens here and now. Yeah, no. a lot of politicians were run off that verse too. Oh, yeah, man. and and it's We're, just like, hey, instead of worrying about our land being healed of COVID or or got a prayer being put back into schools and and different things like that. I mean, I'd love to see prayer back into school, sure. but we need to call people to repentance and faith. Yeah. Over this, we need to put the flags down. Because here's there, the thing. I mean, t- listen. I know there's going to be brothers and sisters disagree with me. I cannot stand an American flag in a church. Somebody just spit out their back. Somebody right now. just said, "I will never watch these boys again." And anyway, that's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. That accent just really got you, didn't it? We. <laughs> I know that there's brothers in Christ down the road here that would disagree with me wholeheartedly. Um, patriotic services, flags in That's there, what and you everything. Said, hey man, oh. <laughs> hey man, hey man. Yeah, anyway. the, the problem is it gets taken to an extreme, extreme. and it gets, ta- it, yeah. it gets taken to that point where, let alone approaching God's place and where where we should yeah. where we should view. Why deal Christ with all these the outside outside things when you can deal with the root of the issue to when the outside will then spread? You know what I mean? Yeah. Change it from the inside, then all the outside stuff will take care of itself. Well, here's the thing: most people, when they're wanting that prayer in school, it's the parents wanting it. And where does Christianity in the ministry start? Oh. Stephen, 
He's been to tell us. He, and I'm oh. going to take your mic off. And <laughs> you might have, to, you might have to mute Stephen for a minute. <laughs> it starts in the home. That's oh. right. Oh. oh. You mean parents? Parents. Are supposed to teach children? Absolutely. Not their teachers? No. Worship, oh, man. Worship at home? You mean the what? youth pastor one hour a week ain't going to change little Johnny and no. Sally? Sunday and Wednesday ain't good enough, huh? No. Huh. It's, it's huh. an everyday thing. Well, let me put down my Bud Light for a second and listen. <laughs> <laughs> Parents are to raise their kids in the ways of the Lord. Yeah, That Amen. is a Amen, father's brother. ministry. Yeah, That mm. is the father's duty in the household. So before we put prayer back in the school, we need to get it back in the home. Absolutely. Amen, Amen, brother. That's the, the burn right there. Mm. That's, yep. that's the problem. Let's get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> just throws you want to talk about it. No, yeah. no, no. So it's we a don't mic drop a, moment, but these, no, we do know, not have we a budget stands, for that. So <laughs> yeah. We can't yeah. buy extra mics. We're going to need a donation <laughs> to replace all the mics. That was the mic set, mic gently, yeah. set gently on the table. I don't table. know if I can get mine on the table. <laughs> Man. But no, you're absolutely right. And and this idea of, of prayer in the schools, uh, guess what? Teachers There's nothing not stopping your child from praying in school. Nothing. No. Absolutely. There is no law on the books stopping your child from praying. No. It's only stopping the teachers from starting it. Exactly. That's the only that's the only restriction they have. Or I reckon letting it be on the loudspeaker. Uh or was it called? possibly if it's actually the intercom? Yeah. You, yeah. Could, you could there's a case for if the if the students let just it. Just depending on if it's a student but, praying. Yeah. Also then you run the risk. The the problem there is uh legally if you let Christian students pray. You on the loudspeaker, others. you'd yeah. have to let any group that wanted to pray yeah. on the loudspeaker. So I actually kind of I'm I'm cool with that not being a thing. Yeah, because because it would get so perverted and so twisted yeah. so fast yeah. Yeah. that the the Church of Wiccans or whatever would show up and, and yeah. demand that they get to pray. But the you know backing up, your child can pray. Yeah. Yeah. Your child can meet with other students and pray. Yep. Matter of fact, they can even bring teachers into the that group and pray. Yep. That's fine. And should happen. Let's teach them how to do it at home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's light that fire under them at home mm-hmm. and take and let yes. them take. It to and school yes, my them. wife is a public school teacher. That's if why my people <laughs> who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, we could also say the principle from that should say, if my people who are truly saved would humble themselves and start leading in the home like they're supposed to, then maybe we'll start leading outwardly. Yep. The Lord God would be exalted, and things might We'd see a lot of change. change. But yeah. even if it doesn't change through the suffering and the things happening, you you have joy, you have patience, you yep. have all these things. You got another passage? Because no, because imagine okay. imagine what would happen in this country if that happened. Like every person who calls himself a believer goes out and shares the gospel. And we start winning souls for Christ in our own backyard and in our own country. Imagine the significant positive change that would just happen across the board. Imagine mm-hmm. the land would be healed, but not necessarily in the fact, not necessarily in the way that we would expect it. Yeah. Uh, so, I think as we wind down, I want to throw one at you that I'm not even going to elaborate on. I'm going to throw it out there for our listeners that are hanging in it. there with us. I want them to think about it. I'm going to go read. A lot of people say that there are atheists in the world. I would say there are no atheists. Romans chapter 1. Until next time, repent, believe the gospel. Repent, believe. Repent, believe.